It's a blessing to have you in our Soul Talks community. We're Bill and Christy Galtier. We help pastors and all kinds of people to thrive with Jesus in life and leadership. Today we're talking about our new book, Healing Prayer for Emotional and Physical Wholeness. Long ago, God spoke to Moses, I am the Lord, your healer. That's Exodus 15, 26. God is still a healer of our shortcomings, sicknesses, struggles, and wounds. Let's learn more about how you and your loved ones and all the people you influence can access the grace of God that ministers divine life. Hi, friends. Thanks for joining us here on Soul Talks. Bill and I are sitting here in our home with our podcast equipment, thinking of you, thanking God for you, and going to have an impromptu conversation here about healing prayer. This is a topic that can be controversial and can even be uncomfortable. And there's a part of me that because of that would tend to want to avoid it and not want to do a a podcast on it or not want to come up and out in public and up front with this topic. I tend to uh, avoid things that are controversial. I don't like conflict. It's too late for that now. We wrote a book (laughs) on it. It's out. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. And this isn't a book that we would have... um, really like set out to write. We didn't set out to write a book on healing prayer. We didn't think, oh, you know, this is something we want to do or, but it's something that I think God really moved us towards in a way that was a real surprise. And we really saw the Lord's hand in it and followed in obedience, but it was a work of great perseverance and trial and and suffering Mm -hmm. actually for us. But I'm, I want to talk a little bit about that and even talk a little bit about some of the resistances, I still get surprised that come up for me. Yeah, yeah, because that's our, you listening, uh, you have these resistances in you too, the hesitations and uh, mistaken beliefs and uh, false or failed hopes and uh, these kinds of things that prevent us from really leaning into God, uh, God's mercy for healing for us, for our loved ones, for people in our church. I'm thinking just right now of three people in our soul shepherding community I know of that are battling cancer. Mm-hmm. And I'm praying for them, you know, daily, just really praying for the them and this. And I believe God can heal them. And I'm praying for that and asking for that. And I'm praying for another person in our audience who's really sick right now with a, a really bad flu. And it's just continued kind of one suffering after another. And I believe God can heal her and protect her loved ones from getting sick. And so I do believe in healing prayer. I've experienced healing. I've experienced God's power, healing power in my body more than once. And I've witnessed it, you know, in in our family, our loved ones, people we've prayed for. And yet I find there's still this, sometimes this hesitancy to not want to like go out and evangelize for it. Mm-hmm. Is that the right word? I don't even know if that's the right word. but Yeah, that, to really promote it, it, you're hesitant about that. Yeah. I, we feel like maybe our reputation is on the line if we pray for healing and God doesn't heal, or we're afraid to be associated with people who are fanatical about this issue and get out of out of balance and don't see it as a subset underneath our discipleship to Jesus. Yeah, like I never would have thought, oh yeah, when people think of Christy, I want them to think of, oh yeah, she's, you know, she's got a she's got a gift in healing prayer. That's her ministry. Her ministry is healing prayer. Like I haven't 
thought of wanting that to be my identity or the identity of my calling or my ministry. And so I have to I have to kind of check myself on that. Well, why is that, Christy? Why do you feel that way when it's a real honor and it's a joy to be a conduit of God's power and grace in prayer? And you 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 do believe in this. So why why would you like hide this under a bush? Yeah, and so what's happened is we've just had a, a number of situations with people in our life, like those you're describing, where uh, the love and compassion of Christ compels us to, to pray boldly and confidently for their healing. And in some cases, to when, when this is like what they want and there's opportunity to actually physically anoint them with oil and pray for the healing of the sick, like the Bible teaches. And we have had some situations, and we tell these stories in our, our book, Healing Prayer, where God has healed people. And so that's a great cause of, of celebration. And then there are other situations, and we also tell these stories in the book, where uh, God didn't heal us, or it took a long time, uh, including personally in, in our own lives. And so this can be confusing. That's, that's really, I think, a part of my resistance, is that, you know, it, it's not something we can control. <laughs> it's not something we can manufacture a win in. It's, and so because of that, oftentimes one of the ways that I think in the past I would try to protect myself in that dissonance is to just pray when I was praying for somebody to be healed that God's will would be done or if it would be his will and to pray that way. And that's something we address in this book because I think that's something that's confusing for a lot of us. Yeah, I used to pray that way. I used to pray for healing and it's, you know, if it be your will. And that seems so biblical and submissive to God and so right. And, but, you know, Dallas Willard really put that in perspective for me when he said, you know, it's like, what's the loving thing to do? What's the, what's the good thing to do? What would you want if you were sick? I mean, you want someone to pray for your healing with confidence and boldness. We see God healing people throughout the Bible. And so we need to let go of the outcomes, the results. We need to abandon that to God. God's in, God's a sovereign Lord. He's in charge of that. And I'm just going to hang out there and, and just let, let, my, let my heart and my reputation hang out there and say, hey, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm praying for healing. And I'm going to be uh, joyfully uh, assured that God is good and God can do this and I'm going to ask him to do it. So when we do that, it activates faith, and we see God's power released. And sometimes that results in physical healing. Other times it results in physical and emotional blessing, uh, a, a work of the Holy Spirit in forming us to be more like Jesus. So there's a lot that's going on there, and that's all part of the kingdom of God, uh, the kingdom of righteousness, peace, and joy being manifest. Well, I've been inspired by your faith in this, and I've learned a lot from you. And this has been a subject that I've actually spent a lot of hours and years studying and learning about and seeking to grow in, which is interesting and part of that dissonance for me of, gee, I've spent so much time learning about this and venturing on this and growing in this ministry, and yet I never would have set out to have this be a piece of our ministry directly. And, and so it was kind of a surprise to me the way this happened, the way that God moved us to write this. Yeah, well, it just happened that people needed prayer. And in today's world, so many of us attend churches that are larger, and it's not always easy to get access to sort of the lead pastor. And so 
Uh, and in any case, we just have found that people look to us as pastors, and that goes back a number of years, and and now the focus of our ministry is pastoring pastors. And so, yeah, that's what we do as Christ's ambassadors. You know, we uh, pray, for, pray for people's well-being, and so we don't want people to be uh, alone and left out. And so as the situation has come up, we have prayed for them. And so that's a big part of our vision in this resource is to empower you, the listener, to venture into this area uh, experimentally uh, with faith in the Lord, to uh, like a good scientist, and you're running experiments, and you, well, what will happen if I, if I um, meditate on this scripture of Jesus healing somebody, and then I, I take courage and faith from that, and then I, I pray, for, pray for healing? What will God do in that? And starting small, starting with headaches, or we talk in the book about praying for lost things because we lose things, our keys or papers or whatever. And so we've got the habit where we we pray for Good Shepherd to find what's lost and then seeing God answer that prayer. That has been such a huge faith builder for me to pray that way and start out that way with just that little mustard seed of faith, (laughs) vitrine on God and the small things that have ended up actually being pretty big things. I mean, pretty clear, miraculous intervention of finding things that I would not have found, I'm sure, if the Holy Spirit hadn't guided me. To yeah, so we're, we're developing a conversational relationship with God about the stuff of our daily lives. And as, as we do that and we habitually and joyfully include God in the activities of our lives, it builds our faith, it builds our intimacy with God, and it becomes part of a natural progression to pray for God's healing, because we're just praying for something good. This this book actually started out as an article that you had written for yeah. our institute, our Soul Care Ministry Week, because as we train spiritual directors and soul shepherding associates, you wanted them to be aware of and, and be trained in healing prayer. So you started it out as an article, and then you actually removed it from our training materials because we can't include everything that we want to include in those materials because it'd be too overwhelming. So you took it out and set it aside to put in some different material. But then the Lord kind of moved you to think, no, I think this this needs to not just be an article on the website. I think there's more here that that we need to say and we need to make available to everybody, not just people that are coming through our training. Yeah, I wanted it to be a whole book and just to really go deep into this area because every one of you listening, you have needs in your life uh, physically and emotionally as do the, the people that you know. And so far, Christy, we're mostly talking about physical healing, but the, the area of emotional healing is even even larger because there's mm-hmm. so many more needs and hurts and struggles that we have that come into our, our personal and relational lives. And God ministers there with his... Uh, healing mercy to uh, further us along in our Christ-likeness and in our wholeness. And so there's just a lot to understand about this, and really we've spent our, our lives studying how to access God's grace in ways that are transformational in our lives for our whole being, physically and emotionally. Well, there's so many books already written on healing prayer. Yeah, you're looking up at so, our shelf. Yeah, all all yeah. the ones we've read and then all the conferences we've attended and trainings and over the years, just thinking over the last 35 years, really even more, uh, because we started in college learning about this. So 
why? Why this book? What's different about this one? Why did why did we need to write one? Yeah, well, we didn't want to write a, like a big textbook on healing prayer. This or, isn't like exhaustive. No, this is really a, a short little book. The basis of the book and the uh, foundation of it is less than 100 pages. We've got some uh, sort of appendixes in the back, including one of my favorites is 200 Bible Promises for Healing. All these scriptures that just have lived in us over the years, categorized th- thematically into particular areas for our uh, our whole life and, and self and personality and relationships for different needs that we have. So, Will you read one? Yeah. So uh, like, here's one from Isaiah that uh, our listeners might be familiar with. It's so encouraging. I've heard my mom quote this to me. Uh, then your light will break forth like the dawn, and your healing will quickly appear. Then your righteousness will go before you, and the glory of the Lord will be your rear guard. Isaiah 58, 8. Your healing will quickly appear. That's connected to our righteousness, our right relationship with God. And uh, the glory of the Lord uh, is our rear guard even surrounds us, the psalmist says. And so it's in that sense of God's presence and the, the weight of his presence, the substance, the uh, wonderfulness of his presence. That's where we find wholeness, physically and emotionally. So I love that scripture, uh, and it's challenging, you know, for the healing that we long for, the reconciliation, the, the, the blessing, the meeting of needs, uh, to be as the dawn that's, that's breaking forth. Dawn comes every day, and Isaiah says our healing will quickly appear, but it doesn't feel quickly as we're waiting on the Lord. I think when we look back, we can say it really did come quickly, especially when we're in heaven. We'll see it that way. But in the middle of situations where we're waiting on the Lord, and this is something else we, we write about in the book because it's a very difficult situation that we all experience one time or another, and that's you know waiting, we're praying to God. And Jesus, one of the main things he teaches about prayer is the importance of it being persevering. We keep asking. And that's not because God is reluctant. It's because the process of talking to God about our needs, about our loved ones, about, about the, 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 our ministry or our work, and what we believe is the good that, that needs to be done there, and we're praying about these things and waiting on God, that whole process is part of our discipleship. It's part of our sanctification, our, our growth in Christlikeness. It's good for us. Well, I think that there's a resistance that I would identify with myself of that I run into with healing prayer sometimes, and that is being afraid to have my hope disappointed or to take courage to have faith and then to not see any results and to lose faith and Mm -hmm. then find it hard to ever muster it up again. Yeah, I appreciate you sharing that, Christy, because we all can relate to that. I can imagine the heads nodding uh, amongst our listeners because, yeah, we, we have hopes and to, uh, to be disappointed, uh, to be uh, collapsed there. It's like, yeah, we, we want to avoid that. And so a common strategy that we have in life, and it's typically unconscious. We're not really thinking about it so much, but, but we... we, we hold back our, our hopes because that, that feeling of the, the, the dip, the, the, the drop in the roller coaster, the hitting the, the floor, it can be so jarring and uh, depressing and lonely, discouraging, that we just, we just don't want to get our hopes up. I think that there's 
some confusion sometimes too around confidence of, you know, well, is this just a special gift that only some people have? Only some people are eligible to be used by God to bring healing. That's not really something maybe that I have, or it would be presumptive for me to think that I could, you know, pray for healing for somebody. Well, there are people that have particular gifts in the areas of faith or uh, mercy or healing uh, that, that God gives us. But really the, the way to think about this for sort of all of us as just ordinary followers of Jesus is that it's about love. It's about loving our neighbor. It's about compassion and kindness uh, it's about uh, trusting in God as, as a good, good father. And so we need to put it in that category because we, we all have situations in our lives, personally, and in our families, and in our circle of influence for, for people that have needs physically, emotionally, relationally, and to lean into those situations, moving towards those people with, you know, how are you? I'm concerned for you. Uh, I'm praying for you. Uh, how can I pray for you? And... Uh, to to pray, uh, we we listen, and that that's part of healing ministry. It's a, it's a major mm-hmm. thing that we emphasize in this book is the whole process of uh, listening and empathy. One of the things that we write about is that a lot of the healing that God wants to bring into our lives is is blocked because we're our emotional piping is backed up with repressed emotion and uh, different. Uh, discouragements and anxieties and frustrations and uh, repressed anger and guilt and shame and uh, stuff that we're not wanting to feel and so we're pushing it down and when when that internal emotional spiritual piping gets clogged up it affects our faith it affects our our trust in God and so we don't have a, a clear channel there to hear his voice for instance, because God speaks through our thoughts and our feelings. He puts impressions into our minds normally. And so the, the, the communication, the receiving of God's word is blocked, and that's integral to faith, because faith isn't something we conjure up. Faith is something that's in response to God's revelation, to God's word. And so we, we, need, we need the empathy that un- unblocks us of our emotions. And that's why we're afraid to get uh, disappointed and why we guard against hope is be, is because we're not we're not confident that there's empathy there to catch us. When when someone offers their their arms to hold us emotionally, that's what gives us. When we know that, that when we know how to repair, we know how to recover emotionally. When we've been disappointed or or hurt or deflated, uh, or we're in a place of pain, when we know that there's comfort and there's someone we can go to and we can go to God. And receive that divine compassion, that validation, that affirmation that I'm, st- I'm still a good person even though I feel so bad and this sort of thing, then we're not so afraid to be disappointed. And so I, I will always say to people, you know, wouldn't you rather uh, hope and be disappointed than never to hope? Wouldn't you rather get high and sometimes get low than never get high? high with positive feeling and with intimate experiences and with, with praise to the Lord for <laughs> seeing his power at work and getting to be a part of that. Yeah. So venturing on the Lord in faith to pray for healing and not be afraid to look foolish. A lot of that is about living in a world where there's empathy for me, where I'm not alone. There's compassion and grace. That's, that's so right. And so good. And so helpful. And so important that this whole 
ministry of healing prayer is bathed in love. It's initiated in the love of God. It's part of Jesus's ministry of love. It's in his ministry in the incarnation of empathy, empathizing with us. And I have seen that in you, in this ministry, being governed by love. It's not about having power. It's not about um, reputation. It's not even about results. It's about loving your neighbor. And that's that's when God can trust us with his power, is when we use it in the spirit of love, like Jesus did, trusting him and his name for his glory. Yeah, and my spiritual renewal that goes back about 15 years now and was so much uh, encouraged first by Ray Orland and then by Dallas Willard. Uh, I just really came to terms with the fact that my life is about one thing and, and that's being spiritually formed to be more like Jesus, to be more loving in every single situation in my life. It's part of my school for discipleship. And I want, I want to be an apprentice to Jesus in, in all that I do. And that just changed everything for me. And so I don't worry about the results of uh, uh, praying for healing for somebody because it's, it's all part of my discipleship to Christ. And I don't worry about uh, getting disappointed, uh, deflated, uh, discouraged. That happens all the time to me <laughs> because as I've become more aware of my feelings and more emotionally vulnerable, I'm experiencing emotional swings I didn't used to experience. But it's a way better life. It's a way, it's way, it's like back in the, in the day for those of us that were, were there, we're like we had black and white TV and then it was a living color. It's like, yeah, now we get to be in, in living color in vivid, bright, sunny days um, with, with emotion, with engagement, with uh, real and raw relationships. And it's, it's way better. And so uh, that, that's really, I think, you know, why did we write the Healing Prayer book when there's all these other ones on our shelf and so many, so many great books? Well, because none of this, they're, they're wonderful, but they're not really taking this angle on it. We wanted to write something really simple and practical that just speaks to the needs for healing prayer in our lives and the people around us. And how do you do it? And what are some tools to help you do it? And how do you do it in this way that's saturated in God's love and empathy and compassion? And so, yeah, we just walk you through uh, uh, practical situations. We take you into a situation where we're, we prayed for a pastor couple, and uh, he had a need for healing in his life. We'll tell you about another ep- episode of Soul Talks, I think. And uh, we had a healing service for him. We've done this more than once. And it was it, it, one of the great blessings of their life, they, they told us. And it, why did we do that? Just out of love. And, and God manifested himself in that. And uh, we're, we're still waiting sort of the outcomes of that, because that's a very recent thing. And uh, this is integrating with some uh, getting, getting a medical help and so forth, but we believe that God has, uh, is answering that prayer, and there's already been some evidence of that. And we take you into stories of different sort of soul talk conversations or counseling conversations where healing prayer is a part of working through particular uh, disappointments, stress points, pains, suffering, injustices, wounds, these kinds of things. And how, how does that actually work? And we give you some healing prayer starters, how to, how to begin that conversation, how to use scripture in a way that ministers healing to people. Jesus, we thank you for your ministry of healing. 
the ways that you, in love, moved with compassion and empathy and power to restore and to free and that you are still loving your people in these ways and that you give us the opportunity to be a part of that. We ask that you would be our teacher, Lord, even in this series as we um, record these podcasts about healing prayer. And as people read this resource that you've given us to articulate what you've taught us, that it would be for your glory and power and for your love to abound more and more. In Jesus' name, amen. We have so much more to share with you about healing prayer and the abundant life that God wants to bring you and through you to other people. So we hope you'll pick up a copy of our new book, Healing Prayer for Emotional and Physical Wholeness. You can order copies on soulshepherding.org. If you want 10 or more copies, email us to get a special discount. It's a blessing to follow Jesus with you. 